The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Let's head to Washington now where Secret Service agents rushed U.S. President Donald Trump to a White House bunker on Friday night as hundreds of protesters gathered outside the executive mansion, some of them throwing rocks and tugging at police barricades. We saw fire set as well. The protests continued in front of the White House throughout the weekend where Secret Service agents and law enforcement officers struggled to control the crowds. Global's Reggie Cicchini has been in Washington covering this uh, throughout the weekend. He joins us this afternoon from Lafayette Square, which is just a short distance from the White House. Reggie, uh, can you tell us what's going on there right now? Can you set the scene? Yeah, uh, so uh, right now uh, we've had a large uh, kind of gathering of protesters at the same point that they've been over the last kind of three nights, uh, and they're being met by a wall of both the Secret Service, and now we have riot police that have been brought in uh, from the Federal uh, Department of Prisons. Uh, And within the last couple of minutes or so, we actually had a mad rush getting away from the park where it looks like there's a cloud that's been dispersed into the air. Likely could be either a form of pepper spray or even some uh, some tear gas, which has been used to try and disperse some of these crowds. But uh, right now, a very tense situation for what, for the most part, for the last hour or or so has been an incredibly peaceful protest. All right, let's talk about that a little bit. Just talking with a reporter out of Minneapolis saying, you know, oftentimes we're seeing uh, much of the the, the violent protests that are happening. Um, Can you tell us about the protests in Washington? We know some of them have obviously turned violent and have caused uh, damage, but there are peaceful demonstrations being held there as well. There are peaceful demonstrations, and oftentimes what we see is they start up somewhere else in the city and they march kind of in solidarity towards one point. Uh, Often it's either the Capitol building or it's here at Lafayette Square just outside of the White House. Uh, Yesterday, uh, what we saw was the protest. They marched from one of the historically black universities, Howard University, to the White House. And we were here for hours uh, with a peaceful protest where they were chanting George Floyd's name. They were talking about how they're trying to stop police oppression. And then as the afternoon went on into the nighttime, that's when things became more chaotic. We had additional groups start to join these protests that were in progress. And by the end of the night, what we saw was the sheer chaos on the streets with infrastructure being lit on fire, the looting of buildings uh, and just a generally unsafe situation for all people to be in. Reggie, we know that uh, there was a video teleconference today with governors and and the president, law enforcement, national security officials were being told that Trump called the state leaders weak, saying they're making themselves, quote, look like fools. What do you know about that conference call? Yeah, I mean, at one point as well, the president had made a point to the state leaders uh, that these protesters were going to, quote, overrun their streets and that they would, quote, look like jerks. Uh, And we also had uh, the president simply say that, yes, they are weak. And he said that any of these protesters that are on the streets really should be arrested and incarcerated for 10 years. This is kind of the language that is unbecoming of a president who has yet to show any kind of leadership in this crisis that's been underway uh, for a week now since uh, George uh, George Floyd died last Monday. Uh, There is some animosity already between the president and between state leaders because of the current situation, particularly due to the coronavirus pandemic and how he's treated state leaders. Uh, And this, this phone call today is going to further strain that relationship that he has. We are hearing uh, some talk that former Presidents Obama and George W. Bush may be planning a joint statement. Have you, have you heard any more on that front? 
These are, are, are kind of reports that have been swirling around. Uh, we know that former President Obama did release an essay where he was calling for some kind of unity between the protesters uh, mm-hmm. and the general communities. Uh, but it wouldn't be surprising to see former administrations start to work together. We saw this happen, you know, uh, you know, roughly 20 years ago after 9-11 when President Bush was uh, kind of getting the assistance from former administrations to be able to try and bring the country together. And at this point right now, considering there is no top-down leadership coming from inside the Oval Office, I think that this is a country right now that will take any kind of assistance it can, regardless of what the party affiliation is and regardless of what that political stripe is. Reggie, uh, thank you for joining me this afternoon. Um, I'm going to let you go, given the situation that uh, you're in right now. Thank you for finding time for us this afternoon. Please stay safe. Thank you. That's Reggie Cicchini, Global News Washington Bureau correspondent and producer. Uh, We've been watching him on Global National throughout the weekend, reporting from uh, Washington. He, right now, in uh, Lafayette Square, which was a scene of many protests over the weekend. Um, He said uh, that protesters have come up uh, against a a wall of police and riot police, and and some sort of something has been deployed in the area. Not sure what uh, what exactly it was, but uh, they were um, moved out out of there pretty quickly just a few minutes ago. Um, Earlier today, uh, an independent autopsy requested by the family of George Floyd, saying stating that it differs from the official one described in the criminal complaint against the Minneapolis police officer charged in his death uh, the family saying that the independent postmortem has found that he died of asphyxiation from sustained pressure on his neck and back um, Floyd's brother today Terrence you heard him speak off the top of the show pleading for peace in the street saying destruction quote is not going to bring my brother back at all